0: <laughs> hey there, streakers. This is The Streaking Show and I'm with my lovely co-host, Miss Jamie. How are you? Hello,
1: wonderful. It's
0: been a little while since uh, we've been together on the show. You've been busy.
1: Yes, I have. It's Christmas.
0: <laughs> it's Christmas. We are looking forward to talking with you today about the what we call porpoise effect. What happens as far as the motivation and that goes on and you get motivated and then you lose that motivation and why we do that and how we can overcome it that's what we're going to talk about today on the streaking show so let's get streaking what is streaking and why should you do it
1: streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie.
0: And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking.
1: To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws, make it laughably simple, keep a record, and join the streaking community.
0: Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want.
1: In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all.
0: So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. So you and I, we were out on our streaking walk run the other day, and we were talking about this idea of motivation, but I was trying to think back, what was it that started it? What was the question that I asked you that it was it, in regards to this particular topic, was it, because we didn't start here. We didn't no, start to where we're going to get, by the way, we we'll get there.
1: I don't remember where we started, but I re, I remember we were talking about a friend. We were talking about um, a friend that was, that takes um, medication for mental health. Yes. And was doing really good on the medication and then stopped taking the medication.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Yep. Because they felt like they were doing really good. And not recognizing that the medication was really what was making
0: them feel good. Feel
1: so good. And then right. I was talking to another person who had said that people that, when someone struggles with like manic depressive disorder, uh-huh. it can be difficult because the medication helps mitigate those swings. So they're not as manic and they're not as depressive. It makes the, the emotions come more into a a center line. Uh But from their perspective, because the swings were so far and wide between their emotions, that the medication makes them feel like they feel dull Mm. because they're accustomed to this more wide level of swing in emotion. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I, that is just a very... Surface, but that's how our discussion started. Right. Was the idea. So then that led us into a little bit of recognizing that that is honestly one of the challenges that I feel happens with streaking is that be, the, the streaking mitigates those wide swings in productivity from no productivity to absolute, you know, manic productivity for a short period of time but then back to kind of a depressive state of productivity, but we get used to those swings in. And, and so when we do something like streaking that works to add a lot of consistency and balance to life, it can sometimes feel a little bit like, but I miss some of those emotions that came with the swing, mm-hmm. especially the motions when you're in a, in in kind of a manic mood where you get a lot done you can get a lot of endorphins from getting a lot done.
0: That's really that was and that where was, we started. That that is where we started. <laughs> <laughs> that was very well put too. As I think about our conversation and where we were going with it, I want to camp on just for a second this idea of productivity because you mentioned that's and a I neat agree, way of
1: saying it. I want to camp on this idea. Is that a? I've never.
0: It's. I think I've used it before. Okay, you know, it get, cool. it's it's one of those phrases that gets recycled. Yes going to camp paint with a broad put a pin brush in it. you know, put a pin in it yeah. i'm going to camp on we're gonna this we're going to camp on okay bit. so let's go camp the one one of the other favorite ones just for a second as we go down this little rabbit hole double click i want to double click on something you know you're double uh, clicking into it that that one comes deeper. around yeah that one comes around every once okay, in a while cool. so let's camp right, let's on camp. productivity for just a second set up our tent build the fire when i look at productivity there is something very intoxicating about having a day where I just get a ton done. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like, wow, that was awesome. And when I look at getting a ton done, what it is, is it's, I have my task list that's built up over time. And when I knock out 10 or 12 items on that task list that of tasks that have been on there for a while, and they're, they're tasks that mean something, they're not meaningless, they're meaningful. meaningful. There's something real about that 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 those endorphin that endorphin kick that you get when you complete all of those tasks mm-hmm. and it's like
1: wow, wow that
0: was awesome
1: and a couple of things really contribute to that if those things have been on your list for a while or they're heavy like you've like they've been weighing on you yeah and then the other thing often that happens is that to get those done you did something abnormal you cleared your schedule or you locked your door and turned off <laughs> your phone and you know what I mean? Said no to everything else. And, and not that that's bad, but it's often something that required an extra measure to make it happen. So it's, it's not something that is necessarily sustainable on a day to day basis. Right. Right. And so, <clears throat> so you did something amazing and you got it done, but it, but that's part of the the manic depressive part is you're like, yes, I've got that, that manic, that, that opportunity to just really work hard and get a ton done. But it, it is going to be followed up a little bit by probably some days where you're like, wow, we didn't even come close. To
0: <laughs> and I, so I think of...
1: Which is normal. I guess that's what I'm saying is it's a little bit normal to have days that, that you've had to do something extra special to get that extra to get stuff that done. Extra stuff that's done. what I'm trying to communicate.
0: Yeah. I look at it as we just recently had Thanksgiving, right? Oh. And we had everyone over for Thanksgiving and there was high high intensity... On the activities that we were getting done. So everyone came in Tuesday night. We we're here Wednesday. And then Wednesday, more people came. And then Thursday was the day. And mm-hmm. we're in the kitchen. And we're cooking together. And we're having fun. And we're enjoying it. And then we go to Friday. And there was... A, what was Friday's activity? There was, was something else. every
1: day. Family Saturday, pictures. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's right. Friday was family pictures. Saturday and, then, and
1: Saturday, we did baby shower. Saturday, we did the
0: baby shower. And, and so then everybody left this, on Sunday. <laughs> and I was trashed. Yeah. I needed a vacation from our vacation. From yeah. the things... But it was that high, high, high. And then I really came down off of it and was just like, yeah, like it took Sunday and Monday to really recover from the intensity of that, of those particular events. And I loved them. I mean, they were a lot of fun.
1: Yes. But
0: it took a while to recover from it.
1: And they were super fun, but not a sustainable way to live life every single day. Oh, come on. Really? And so. But you're right. <laughs> this is my you favorite saying huge... when
0: you're saying we are burning the candle on both ends and the middle. Yeah. This is just
1: <laughs> There's nothing left. No. <laughs> and a lot of people feel that way. Right. So it was interesting because this is something I've thought a lot about with streaking that that is that I don't quite know how to overcome sometimes. And it's that feeling of we like those high highs. Like it's it's this last weekend was super Fun. Yeah. I, there's. I loved well, it's. It's we honestly. Did.
0: There's. There is an addictive nature to that. Yes. To being able to get to those high highs. Right. I mean, that's what you look at, and that's a. That's something across the spectrum. And I mean, you could be unhealthily addicted to things. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is an unhealthy addiction, but it's something that I look at and say, "Wow, I really like that. Let's let's do another one." Right. However.
1: Well, so then we talked about on our walk. We also we 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 started talking about because I have another friend that and I Jimmy has a lot of friends, and I've experienced mm-hmm. this myself too, that I go through these lulls where I'm keeping my streak alive, but I feel like i'm not I'm not getting a lot of feeling from it. yeah. and and again, I was thinking of that same idea of the of the medication. I'm like, I'm consistently doing what I need to be doing. But I'm frustrated that I don't and, feel and what you want to be doing same. exactly. I mean, you and want to be want doing to be these things. things, yeah. And I and maybe they call it the you know the the mundane of consistency. That consistency can be mundane, and you want more of those feelings that you get when when you're not consistent. And it's interesting because so this led to the part of the conversation that we were talking about is that when I've been doing nothing on something that is important to me. And then I finally get to, I do something on it. I make time and I make it happen. I feel amazing. And I'm comparing it to when I was doing nothing. <laughs> right. So I'm like, wow, this is great. Cause compared to doing nothing, this is awesome. But I've noticed that in my streaks, sometimes when I've been consistent, I don't compare it to when I was doing nothing. I compare it to when I've been doing really good. And I think, wow, this is kind of lame. I'm just doing a little bit. (laughs) So I thought it was interesting. This
0: I I just have to pause on. This was a moment in the walk where I was completely blown away. This, this, because you shared this with me, and it was a moment where I thought to myself, that's it. I compare the amazing to nothing or to doing something. When I have the
1: porpoise, when I'm living that porpoise lifestyle, when I'm on the high, I'm comparing it to doing nothing, right. and so the high is even higher. Yeah, because the low was lower, <laughs> and so you get this amazing feeling of like, wow, I'm doing great. But when I'm being consistent, I don't compare my consistency to nothing. I compare my consistency to something like my grades, right? And so my consistency seems lame. Yeah, but I and I was like that. That's it was it was revealing to me to recognize because my consistency I'm doing more mm-hmm. I'm being consistent but i get frustrated sometimes that i'm like i want that feeling that you get
0: <laughs> right so with that and since we've now camped out on productivity and everything i want to add one more to what you said and that was even and when you're being consistent because you're comparing it to your most productive day
1: mm-hmm.
0: you don't realize how much more productive you've been with the consistency. And when I say productive, a lot of times I think of getting tasks done, but let's broaden the horizon of productive for just a second. And let's call productive being, doing those activities that are getting you to who you want to be. Mm -hmm. That's productivity. So for example, I remember talking with Talon once, and I think you'll relate to this sitting down on the couch, reading a book, to some people may not feel productive. Does this sound familiar?
1: Yes. That you (laughs) feel like you can feel like, like sitting can feel like wasting time.
0: Right. However, he's reading the book, which is continuous learning and something that he wanted to continue to do and gets him to where he wants to be. So productivity, just looking at productivity is the is what you do to become who you want to be. And that can involve a whole bunch of things from thinking, pondering, meditating, to exercise, moving, cleaning, whatever it is that you look at. So the productivity that you get in streaking, you have to look at the entire life, your whole life, because that's what all of the activities that you're doing are about. It's not just about the act of of, of a task that you have to complete, like doing the laundry. It's really about becoming the person you want to be and the productivity that you get from having streaks, which are activities in your life that are going to get you to who you want to be. That is the absolute most productive you can be. Yet we compare that consistency to this time in our life where we just felt absolutely amazing. Yes. And find that that consistency is lacking.
1: Yes. You bring up a really good point. I love what you said about recognizing that the productivity, it's a shift in focus from what have I gotten done to who am I becoming? And that really is, a, it's a, that's a big shift. And it can affect a lot of the way that you approach things because there's a lot of things that we can just get done. And I see it a lot in parenting. as as being a stay at home mom, there's a lot of things I have to do. But oftentimes my priorities have to do with the relationships I'm building with my children, the things that I'm teaching them, which isn't something you can check off a checklist. However, it does have things that I can do to promote that, to increase that, to create the opportunity for it. But it's a, again in remembering that it's this it's this consistency of doing it over long periods of time that create. You know, you the bring up an interesting that...
0: point too, as far as create the person you want to be. Um, what you just said, as far as relationships, you can't create a relationship in a day.
1: Mm-mm.
0: A relationship is something that you cultivate through time, yes, and a lot of little actions, a lot of little things. I, for example. I'm here, I work at home and I'm in my office and I hear Jamie out on the phone and they're like, you're consistently on the phone for like a couple of hours, most of the time. And I'll come out and I'll ask, who are you talking to? And it's usually one of our children or a friend that you've been talking to, but it's not the first time that you've talked to that person. And it's not like the only time you talk to them in a long time. Mm -hmm. It's, a conversation, it's almost like an ongoing conversation that it's like, oh, we'll continue this tomorrow. And those relationships have been built up over time. That is what streaking does for you. That's the productivity that I see that's significant is the strengthening of those relationships. Now, I have other relationships that I will, you know, interact with every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And it feels awesome. And you know, what's interesting about those is you catch up with them and it's like this it's it's this movement of energy through you. You're just like, oh, that was awesome. i love talking to them. We got to do this more often. Right. But then you don't talk to them again for, for a while, uh, for yeah. you know, two, three, four months. But the ones that you build the relationship, the the lasting relationships, are really the ones that you're doing on a daily or weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And that is we can carry that over into becoming who we want to be in any part of our life is it's the daily activity that's going to produce the desired result.
1: And and it's an interesting thing because the emphasis is in the becoming, not always the activity. And Mm -hmm. that to me is one of the most powerful, but yet most challenging aspects of it, because the daily activity is so important in the fact that you're doing it consistently but not so important in the sense of what it looks like daily. So it's this weird,
0: <laughs> it I can't,
1: I, I'm trying to think of the word that I'm looking for, where where it's like the yin and the yang aspect or the, but it, it's two parts of it. and And they seem opposing, but they're not. They actually fit together. But it's this idea of recognizing that the consistency is the important thing. What it looks like on a daily basis isn't always going to be the same. So, and I was thinking of this in terms of building relationships and keeping relationships. There's at at any given time, a relationship can be in a good place or a bad place. Hmm. But the key is, do you keep coming back to try and work through it? Oftentimes that is an interesting part of a relationship is what makes the relationship is that you you're willing to keep coming back and working through those experiences. Streaking is sometimes like that, that, that you have at any given time, a streak can be in a good place or a bad place. <laughs> but the question is, are you consistently coming back to it? Cause that's it's over the time. It's the consistently coming back and keeping that relationship, so to speak, that relationship with your streak
0: alive. <laughs> right. That, right. That you're
1: like, this is important to me and I'm going to keep coming back to it. And yesterday, it didn't look so great today. It looks better. But the point is I did it yesterday. I did it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. That communicates that this is important to me. And through time, that relationship gains strength.
0: So a question that I have, as you've been talking, I'm thinking about this, and this is something as far as to overcome the porpoise effect and the addiction to that energy high and the comparison from doing nothing to doing something which makes you feel great to something all the time, how, uh, and this is something you and I talk about quite a bit is how do I get that going to where I'm not looking at my streak as, oh, this really isn't doing anything at all. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at it as saying, this is the floor of my success and I'm going to keep doing it. I think that inherent in streaking is one of the reasons why we did that, why we started streaking is right. because of that. We, I wanted to get away from this, from this porpoise effect. And I, I think even more so is once I, once I did it for hundred, 120 days, 130 days, I, I was so much more um, productive toward my whole being than yes. I ever had been. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's almost like I had to get past a certain point and even to this day there's some streaks that i have that i look at and i think why am i doing this <laughs> yes. why am i still doing this in the sense that i know it's something i want to do pointing toward who i want to be but what i mean by it is is this the smallest simplest thing
1: yes and 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 especially when when you want to reach this grand place and you're like well i'm better than i was but i'm still not grand <laughs> do, you, do you know what i mean yes. <laughs> And
0: I'd rather be grand one day than (laughs) mediocre all the
1: others. (laughs) But it's interesting to, and it's a difficult thing sometimes. And this is also what started streaking is that it's difficult to measure these things, the progress that you're making. It's difficult to look back at yourself two, three, four years ago and say, "Am I doing better? Am I better at being more kind? Am I better in my relationships?" And sometimes there's places you're like, yeah, I am doing better, but sometimes it's hard to measure. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know. I think I am. Mm -hmm. I do feel like streaking has helped me be able to measure that more confidently is that when I ask those questions, because that's the interesting thing is you don't stop asking the questions. And I used to think that streaking would get me to stop asking those questions. And now I've come to believe that it's good to ask the questions, that asking the questions is, is a constant kind of reevaluation of where am I at and how am I doing? And I've noticed that now when I ask those questions, I still sometimes have those feelings of like, ah, still not where I want to be. But when I look at how far I've come, I cannot deny that the things that I'm doing have impact. Yeah, that That no matter what, I may not be, reading dozens of books with my boys every couple months but I am consistently still reading with my boys. Yeah.
0: So I have a question for you. And I know you always get nervous when I have these. But it's it's okay. I think you will be all right with this. <laughs> you recently were put into a leadership position for a women's group that has I don't know what, 300 women?
1: No, we have 112.
0: 112, sorry. I 300 I think was before
1: yes before so 112 112.
0: and you're like no we have 112 and she knows immediately because she has this board that shows all the women in the women's group and these women vary in age and career and you have you have moms of young children you have moms of adult children Mm -hmm. you have um just the whole spectrum, yeah. Whole as far spectrum. as women,
1: Mary, women single, who are not, working, not in working, in other
0: words, in the home, they're in the home full time. Others that are working, and so forth. So, as a leader, as you look at a leader in teaching these principles, how how would you help the this group of women be able to accept consistency, to be able to say, look on those days so you think i think of the young mom where it seems like it's crazy you've got three children your house is in complete disarray you've done what you look at as nothing productive in the day except wipe snotty noses change diapers and do that and and then you go to the next mom who doing the doing similar things and working outside the home as well mm-hmm. you know and then the You see where I'm going with this. How do you get those women to embrace this whole idea that even on those days, consistency will add in the things that you want to be, will add to your life? It's the drop in the bucket. But how do you, that's what I'm looking for. How do you get them to embrace that? And you may not know the answer to this because I think this is something we've been really looking for across the board in streaking but what would appeal to them? There we go. That's the big question of the day.
1: Okay. All right, here we go. I'm ready.
0: I'm just going to sit here and soak it in.
1: I might go a little big on you, but... Go big. The other day, I started to think, I wonder how many of the things that I worry about that are like right in front of my face that I worry about consistently are the really important things as compared to the things that I don't worry about, but are important. So maybe it's more the things, there's these things in life that seem urgent or right in front of your face that you're like, that you feel that you have to take care of. And then there's these other things that are, are really important, but they have no level of urgency to them. There's nothing that is making you do them. And so it's difficult to see that they're important. And at the time that I had been thinking about this, I was taking a little break and playing my solitaire game, <laughs> which is kind of funny because you love solitaire. Me- game. I do love solitaire, and at first I thought I loved putting things in order, which I do love. It, like it's relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. And as I've progressed in the game, I've come to realize that when I play it on the computer, the computer will give me moves that are simple. And right in front of my face, like if I don't if I just go real quick and, and move the cards to the obvious things that are right in front of me, I get I, I I'm able to put a few things in order. But I've come to realize that if I don't look a couple moves ahead that in, and I just do the, the the cards that are easiest and quickest to see, oftentimes those moves take me to a dead end and I end up losing the game. Whereas if I slow down and look at the moves, look a couple moves ahead, I recognize that oftentimes the easiest move, the one that I want to do quickly, gives me um, an instant gratification in putting that in order, but isn't the move that will actually get me to win the game. And so I have to sometimes sacrifice the easy move for a long-term move Mm. so that I can actually win the game. So I wish I could do this in chess because chess sounds smarter than solitaire, but it's in solitaire for me. But I was thinking about, as I had been pondering this idea of these things that are right in front of me that seem so important, but maybe they're not as important as these things that really are important, but they don't scream at me, but they're there. Streaking is what has helped me to put some of those things in perspective has helped me to be able to say, there are these things that I know are really important that are truly going to take me to where I want to go, not to some dead end. But there's these other things that are in front of me that are so enticing and so yelling at me and seem so simple and like they're going to take me to where I want to go. But I realize quickly that it's only two or three moves that I get out of those and then I'm stuck at a dead end. Right. In life, I think there's those same things. There are those things in life that are right in front of us that can give us that feeling quickly, but we only get two or three moves out of it. And then there's these other things in life that we have to we have to stop for a minute and really take a look at and see where they are and oftentimes sacrifice some of the easy moves for these things that are more long-term. But if we pay attention and look, we see that, oh, this is the path that actually is going to take me to where I want to go. Hmm. And I, I, I am starting to believe that the things that are going to take me to the path of where I really want to go are not things that scream at me. They're things that I have to look for. (laughs) So your children
0: that are screaming at you are not going to take you where you want to (laughs) go. That's what I'm hearing. I'm not saying you (laughs) ignore the things
1: that are right in front of you, but the screaming children.
0: Change your own diaper. Okay. (laughs) I got things I got to take care of. (laughs)
1: You're ruining my analogy, Jeff. (laughs) The screaming kids are in front of you and they do have to be taken care of, but they are also a short-term situation. Whereas the time that you take to read with your kids or build relationships with your kids can get lost in all of the other things that you have to do unless you find a way to incorporate that into what you're doing, like you're more intentional in it. And streaking has helped me with that to recognize, oh, these are the things that I want to do. But if I don't find a way to be intentional about them, all of this other stuff that is needing to be done, but really is kind of short term, will take all of my time and energy. And streaking has helped me to, to to store that time and energy for some of the things that are important, but never scream at me. Does that make sense?
0: Completely. I'm lost in uh, quite a few different thoughts that you brought up. I think that there are urgent needs that need to be taken care of, like what you're identifying. And, you know, as a mom of young children, children are one of those. As a mom of older children or a mom with a career, there's always going to be something that's screaming does this,
1: at you. Does this fall in line with career? Do you feel the same way at work, that there's things oh, totally, that 100%. are yelling at you that are right there, but they're but they really are short-term things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to look more long-term at how you're going to.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. It totally falls in line. And what I, to, to your point, the, the reason I do a streak and so for example, let's, let's, let's bring in a little bit more practical streaks that we do. So for example, one of the reasons why I started a streak of reading at least a paragraph in a nonfiction book. Was because there were so many things at work streaking at, or sh- streaking at me, screaming at me, to get done that I was neglecting the further development. Therefore, I had to figure out a way to get development in the midst of this urgency. Mm-hmm. The way to do that, because the urgent thing seems like it's so much more important than anything else, it and and
1: <clears throat> and this idea that. If you get all of the urgent things done then there'll be time to do the other things.
0: Right. So I'll just keep doing all the urgent things and I'll and I'll, and and, I'll get it and done. I'll get
1: it done and I'll get to the
0: And and so there's that and I think that the analogy with children screaming and crying and everything else that causes a level of stress inside of everyone. I remember we were on where was I? I was flying. And one, and there was just a child that was not happy to be on that plane
1: yes and that does And you, you
0: can attention. feel the level of stress and tension mm-hmm. go up quite significantly until I put on my noise canceling headphones and and went into a show and <laughs> thought good luck to that mom we've been there before remember yes the very one of the first flights that we took with our oldest child Megan who is having her first child mm-hmm. which is, is amazing she screamed the last 20 minutes of flight And everyone was very happy to allow allow us to go off first. They
1: really did let us go off first.
0: (laughs) They're like, we're so glad you're leaving.
1: Good luck. (laughs) We'll let you go first.
0: And you can feel that level of tension. And that draws its own energy. It it really brings you to it. It demands. That's it. It demands the energy that you have. And therefore, when you get to the developmental side of things, and what I mean by that is, so for example, for you, it, one of your streaks, it being very practical about it, is writing in your journal. You have a streak to write at least one sentence mm-hmm. in your journal every day. Before that, you were really porpoising. I mean, you would write like five, six pages and then nothing for? Years.
1: Years. <laughs> Years would go in between. Yes. And
0: I don't think that that's... Like I
1: remember going back and being like, oh, I've had a child since the last time I wrote. (laughs) Don't tell that child that they didn't make it into the journal.
0: (laughs) But what the streak did is give you an outlet for the important non-urgent things. Yes. To be able to say, okay, the urgent things today were overwhelming and screaming, and demanded a lot of my energy, this one thing that I have is really important to me. I'm going to write a sentence. Today was a difficult day. I'm so tired. I'm glad I get the opportunity just to write this. Mm -hmm. And period, boom, end of sentence. But what that does is set it up so that when you do have a not so demanding day, and there will be not so demanding yes, days. There
1: are not demand. Your children are not crying all the time.
0: Not all the time. And if they are, I think that you probably need to look into going to the hospital or, or yeah,
1: something seriously something wrong seriously wrong. The
0: because they're trying to communicate to you that they are not comfortable <laughs> anyway. When that when those days do come, and you get that quiet moment, and you have that opportunity, you know what? I'm going to write my sentence now and the sentence turns into a couple of paragraphs Mm -hmm. of significant learnings that you've had over the last few days or few weeks. Now, all of a sudden, you've got everything up until that point, and it's productive. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's really productive, giving you energy to continue on.
1: And I think that that is one of my... So how would I teach people to be consistent. Right, cuz that's
0: what I want to know is how well how would you get them to embrace this? Cuz this is some this is one of the challenges that we face all the time. It's like just set a streak around it.
1: But and it's, it's like it's
0: dismissed or it's it's you know all that. It's almost like it's not believed that really won't work. Mm-hmm. But it does. If if you give it the opportunity, if you if you look at doing a little tiny laughably something is better than doing nothing and that little tiny laughable laughable something will lead to great productive things.
1: And I think that's what I would talk about is that I guess everything takes a little bit of that leap of faith. And the leap of faith with streaking isn't in the action that you're doing. It's in the belief that it's gonna make a difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 it's I guess for me too, it's I feel like on this podcast I'm honest about my feelings about I've been doing this for a lot of years. And sometimes I miss that, that feeling of that I got when I porpoised a little bit, because I don't get that as much with streaking and being honest about that, but then looking at it and thinking, yeah, but I am doing more and I have more to show for it. And that makes me feel really confident and um, motivated to keep going. And so I, I think, how would I get people to embrace it the same way that we get everyone whenever we talk about streaking is to say, just give it a try, do the laughably simple and give yourself the opportunity to have some wins. Okay. I heard a great, so over Thanksgiving, and I can't remember what we were talking about, but we were driving home from family pictures and we were and by talking the way, about, you
0: got to tell them about family pictures for just a second.
1: We happened to, okay, so first of all, there was only one time that she could take family pictures that worked in our Friday schedule morning. and her Friday morning at 8 a.m. And we
0: got all the kids up. We had to drive 45 minutes away. Yes, so
1: you guys, the day after Thanksgiving, we had to set alarms and have the entire extended family, all of the... Spouses, all these cute boys that have married into my family that are like uh, and
0: a cute girl that we're trying to get to marry into our family that she's like, I don't think so.
1: And I'm the mother in law that's saying, Hey
0: guess what? Welcome to the family So here's a cute
1: outfit and how would you like to get up the day after Thanksgiving at six at six and drive to family pictures and oh by the way, it's the only two hours of the whole weekend that's gonna be a full on snowstorm.
0: Big time snowstorm, total
1: snowstorm, <laughs> and our pictures were outside. Oh my goodness! I think they're going to turn out great. This but is amazing. It
0: was, it was amazing. But on the
1: way home, we were having a conversation, a little bit about, um, and I think it was a conversation that had centered around um, a lesson that had been taught in church, and a little bit of a of a of a negative aspect to that lesson, as opposed to a positive aspect to that lesson. And we were talking about the power that being positive and recognizing what you have done has versus the power of beating people down and saying, you need to be better. You need to be better. You need to be better. And Natalia told this great story of a teacher that had Mm. been um, assigned in her high school. She was given all of the students that were failing. So in other words, if they didn't bring up their scores by the end of this year, they were all going to flunk out of high school. And they put them all in one class and gave them to this one teacher. And she started the class by saying, every single one of you has been hand-selected to be in this class. Which is totally true. (laughs) And then she said, because we're going to show the school how it's supposed to be done. Now, she could have said, every single one of you is in this class because you're failing. You've been hand-selected because you're failing.
0: Big old L on the forehead. That's where you are. (laughs) But she
1: chose to focus on... They were all hand-selected. Their names were individually selected to be in her class. And she chose to look at it and say, because we're going to show the school how this is done. We've got this problem, and they've asked us to show everybody else how to solve it. And then she went on, Natalia went on to say, this teacher would, whenever she would grade their assignments, she would give them a plus for however many they got right. And she said that um, one of the students got his paper back and he said, teacher, did I get an F? And she's like, yes, that is an F. And he goes, but you gave me a plus two with a big smiley face. And she said, yeah, because you got two right. And I just thought the power of, she didn't lie ever. There was, it was still an F. That was true. But she chose to focus on, you got two right. Smiley face, you got plus two. Let's focus on that. Let's write that really big so that you know, look, you got two, and we can build on that. That's what I feel like streaking does for us in our individual lives. It's like, let's give ourselves the plus two. We probably know we're failing in some things, <laughs> and and we're of anybody more aware of that than probably anybody else. We are all very intricately aware of our own failings. But streaking allows us to give ourselves a plus two and to say, you know what? I got a plus two. I'm doing good. And when we focus on that plus two, when we focus on the things we're doing well, it is motivating. It is motivating to feel like I, I can do better. I got some things right. I bet I can get some more things right. I bet if I put some low effort into this on this day, I can do even better. And plus through four. time and consistency, you change. Because what's happening is that teacher was changing the way that those students viewed themselves. And that's what I feel like streaking does for us, is it gives us the opportunity to change the way that we view ourselves. We're not lying to ourselves. We're still being truthful, but it helps us put the focus in a place that is more positive, more motivating, and also truthful. We still got some right. Let's focus on that and be good with it and move forward.
0: Such a great analogy because I look at what that teacher did and she set up a floor of success. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let's build on the the plus two. Let's build on the plus one. Whatever it is, Plus one done consistently every single day adds up to a lot more than doing nothing. And then having one day of huge, massive success, but then back to doing nothing.
1: And I think sometimes people are afraid to focus on the positive because they feel like I think they're afraid to focus on the small
0: positive, the the small, the small little positives. Yeah, because you, you bring up a great point. I want you to expand on that. I'm going to embrace mediocrity yes. and this embracement of mediocrity is going to somehow bring me down into the dregs, but doing nothing, that's not going to do that. It's only if I embrace mediocrity. When in actuality, if you're not doing something consistency, uh, consistently, and this is what I found in my life, is that I was embracing mediocrity by doing nothing. Mm-hmm. What I am doing by embracing the small, laughably small consistently every day consecutively, I'm actually embracing excellence. Because that's what we really studied, were people who were excellent. And what is it that they did? They embraced the laughably small, what they could do every single day. It reminds me of um, the runner who was speaking. He was speaking in church and he said, most of the time we are running at 70%. He
1: was a marathon. He was runner, a marathoner. Yeah.
0: And he was trying to qualify for the Olympics. He's Olympics, trying to qualify yeah. for the Olympics. He says, most of the time we focus, we're about 70%. Most,
1: of, then, my most 70%. of my runs
0: are 70%. Then there's the one where I really focus on the intensity and put it up a notch. But if I do that all the time, in actuality, it causes burnout and, and it's not sustainable.
1: That's what I was just going to say. If he doesn't do the runs at 70%, he's not going to have the level of 100% mm-hmm. be where he wants it to be. Yeah, And that's that's what streaking is. Doing. So that's that's what I would... Share, that's what you'd share that's with them, what I would share. is
0: is is embrace that. Embrace and that's what I would that. share really with anyone in any phase of their life. What you're embracing as far as productivity is, are you producing the life that you want to have? Mm-hmm. And how do you produce that life? Through laughably small, consistent activities that are aligned with who you want to be.
1: I think we're done.
0: There we go. Thank you very much. We appreciate everyone listening in. Hopefully you've had some thoughts and ideas as we've talked about the porpoising effect and what you can do to actually not do that anymore and get even more productive and produce the life that you want. If you want to learn more about streaking, you can do that by buying the streaking book at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or anywhere books are sold. You can also download the streaking app. It just gets better and better. Jamie, the other day, I showed her one of the betas that we have coming out. She's like, this is such a cool app. And she didn't always feel that way.
1: I do now though.
0: I love it. <laughs> I know. That's what. I what one other thing, just in our closing here. Jamie said to me the other day, she says, How do we avoid being in the echo chamber? And I said, All I need to do is have conversation with you. No echo chamber there. <laughs> it's gonna be real. It's gonna be authentic. It's what we love about her. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. I, I need to get you on more often.
1: Or just be happy when I'm here. <laughs> plus,
0: plus one. Two. Oh, plus two. <laughs> anyway, we hope that you have a fantastic day wherever you are. And until we talk again.
1: Keep streaking. It's the little things that make a better